0: Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money. I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back, everyone. And thank you. I just wanted to take time to say thank you for trusting me with your ear. I mean, you can listen to so many different podcasts. um, And I'm just really grateful and very feel very responsible that what I have to say to you every week is something that you can use in your money world. So I hope your money world's going well. And just judging from the response for last week's podcast, when we talked about some easy ways to generate some extra cash, I happened to mention there uh, a way um, uh, with regard to doing some investment. And even though it was a very basic kind of investing, um, it seemed to spark some interest. And so I thought today I would do a specific segment on investing And I really wanted to talk about when you should be investing, why you should be investing and how you should be investing. And so really today is just the start of all of that, because I want to be able to share with you when you are in a healthy position to start investing. Now, this is going to be really tricky for me because normally when I'm talking to clients about investing, I can show them some visuals. Well, I can't do that today, so I've got to use the power of language. So I want you to just picture, if you can, an even triangle. I think you call that an equilateral triangle, don't you? If I, if my memory of maths serves me correctly. So three equal sides. Um, and This is a very strong shape and it often describes something of great strength. Think about the pyramids, really fantastic strength and an amazing design. Anyway, so also when you think of that triangle, I want you to think of three triangles that would fit inside of it. So you sort of know how it's separated. The triangle is going to be separated into three different sections. So hopefully you can picture that. So when you separate a triangle into three sections, you get three other triangles. So I want you to think of the first one. So we've got the point um, upwards and on the right hand side, that's the first third of the triangle that I want to describe. And this is where we look at income versus expenses. If you're going to have a strong triangle that's going to get you ready for investing, you need to have this under control and a, a lot of what we've spoken about in the past on this podcast is about making sure that you spend less than you earn. And what that does then is that gives you a profit. So, you know, in business, we talk about profit, but really in your personal life, this is you, this is your business, your personal business, you need to always see a profit. What what normally happens with that is that when people find that they've got money left over from income and they've paid all their expenses, they've got some money left over, they start to spend their profit now a good business doesn't do that. A a good business keeps some profit to one side that will reinvest into a business or will use it for business growth. But a lot of people will just spend it on lifestyle. And that's a a real shame. Obviously, yes, enjoy your life. But be very careful with spending all of that because that's the money that you could set aside to purchase an asset. This is where investment starts to come in. So I want you to look at, think about the bottom part of the triangle now, separated. This is what we would call your asset, your asset base of the triangles. We've got the income expense, profit on one side, on the right-hand side, assets on the bottom. Now you gain assets by having profits. You can buy them. But what you want to be looking at with regard to those assets are that they are going to either provide an income or there's going to be some capital growth on that prop on that asset. So you can choose any kind of asset here. You could choose something as simple as a bank account, a savings account, that is an asset. So you put income in is it going to grow? It's growing because you're putting income in and the bank are putting some interest in. Now that's a really pathetic investment right now because at the moment our interest rates are so low, you're hardly getting anything for your money. And so we alluded to a few different, uh, uh, something different last week, but most people will will choose something like investing on the stock market or buying some property. Those are the two most popular ones. And so what I'm saying here is, when you're looking at using some of your profit to buy an asset, what you're wanting to do is you're wanting to create wealth. So remember, income and expenditure creates profit most people spend on lifestyle. When you buy an asset, so you use your profit to buy an asset, you want to make sure it's you're going to be receiving an income for it, and it's going to grow. And that's what would create wealth. If you have discovered an asset that you want to purchase and you haven't done your homework on it, you may well find that that asset is going to cost you money and has got no hope of growing. So you're never going to create wealth from that asset. 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 Sorry, that was a bad decision. Okay, picture the third um, quadrant. No, it wouldn't be a quadrant, that would be four, but think of the third part of this triangle. So the, the left-hand side triangle. And we would call that Um, the risk side of the triangle. Because with any investing, there is always going to be a risk. So you have to look at, okay, the asset that I have purchased, is it set to grow? What risk associated with the growth? Is it going to create more expenses? Is it going to Uh, grow so much that I won't be able to hold it, you know, really assess the risks associated with that asset, because that side of the triangle gives you security. So any asset that you want to invest in, there always comes with a set of risks, you might decide to buy the asset of a business, Well, the risks involved with that is, well, is it going to fizzle and die? Therefore, the risk is that you've wasted all that money. Are you going to have a problem with staff? Are you going to need more staff? Is it going to grow? And then are you ready to be able to build more premises or, you know, that type of thing? If you buy a property that you're going to have tenants in, have you bought in an area that's set to grow or have you chosen an area that you thought was okay, but you didn't really do any research? There's real risk associated to not doing your research and to listening to what other people say instead of you knowing for sure. Um, is that asset going to provide an income or is it going to cost you money? Sometimes that it might cost you money at the beginning, but you're happy to address the risk of it costing you money because you've got money set aside to put into it because you know that by spending money, it's going to grow. So these are all risk assessments that you do. Many of you would do risk assessments within your workplace. Well, you do it the same with your building of your wealth and, and acquiring assets. And that's what gives you security. So just recapping this very basic lesson on investing. First of all, you've got to make sure that you, you're seeing a profit in your own money world. So you're spending less than you're earning. And with that profit, you can look to buy an asset and make sure that you do your research on that asset because you've got to assess the risk that, that this thing that is supposed to give you wealth is going to provide security. So you're going to do your research on the fact of what, it's, what is the income that it's going to bring in, how much is it set to grow, or is it going to cost me in the beginning so that it can grow. Or am I going to be able to expand it so it can create more wealth and more security? Or will I need a few of these investments? Or will I need some help with this kind of investment? So even an investment in your education can be the first start of creating wealth. So I wanted to just give this very base start to investing because I really think that addresses the when if you are not at a point where you're seeing more money sitting in your bank account than you have expenses, then you're not ready to invest. You've really got to get that under control first. But if you are at the position where you're seeing some extra money, this is where, first of all, I believe you've got to invest in some education. And I think what I might do over the next few weeks is just have a look at a few basic areas of places that people would invest, just to see whether that's something that, um intrigues you inspires you or you know gets you thinking I would really like to do this but none of my podcasting is going to tell you that you should do it because only you can decide that and you may need to decide to go and visit a financial planner just to check any figures that you're working on but what I would strongly suggest is and the Gen Zers do this really, really well, you need to make the most of the knowledge and the availability of knowledge on the internet. There's so much much, um, information available out there with regard to investing. And some of the great sites for investing are bank uh, bank sites, you know, especially to do with um, shares. Um, Some of the bank sites will actually uh, introduce you to what Share trading is all about, and they will. Uh, you can do lots of research on there, and you can practice even without ever spending any money. Some of the sites are really very good with that. Some of the government sites are very good as well, and you can do some research on there. So, what I might do over the next few weeks, we'll probably start with property. Everybody always says, I think I might buy an investment property, so we'll probably start with that because I think that that's a good place to start. And a lot of people have made big mistakes. Investing in property, and um, other people have made great decisions. So we'll look at what's involved with that. We'll follow that with the share market, and then depending on what's happening in the world right now, we might talk about something a little bit more offbeat. Maybe we may may um, lap into cryptocurrency. Let's see how we go. I know that's a big topic at the moment. So I hope I've wet your appetite. First of all, look at the fact that you are making a profit in your own personal world. And then start to really think about, well, if I could invest some money, where would I invest it? And let's go from there. So I hope I've got you thinking and I really look forward to chatting with you next week. And the quote that I'm going to leave with you today is very, very um, much in line with what I was just talking about with regard to knowledge. And it's from Benjamin Franklin. And he said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. I love that quote because knowledge is absolutely paramount to you making a good investment. You need to know what you're investing in. So there you go. An investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Benjamin Franklin said that. So until next time, have a great week. Jets, you take the time to do my